You are listening to the Resum Island Survivals, an audio project of the Imperma Research Institute at Lunda Uni. Join us as we explore more than 876,000 text objects detailing life during Imperma. Each of these stories, found on the island of Empty Slaw, are presented here in what we believe to be their intended oral format. Generous funding was provided by the Lariah T. Mushta Foundation and the Europe Endowment for Perma Renewal, proud sponsors of the Perma Listener Outreach Project, PLOP, which placed 500 listeners in centers across Perma. For more information or for a transcription of the archived materials presented on this program, please send a self-addressed envelope to the Imperma Research Institute at Lunda Uni, Lundangla, Europe, Ice 4. We hope you enjoy this episode of The Resum Island Survivals. Welcome to another episode of The Resum Island Survivals. The discovery of the survivals on Empty Slaw, a forgotten, uninhabited island that sits just below Ice 4, could not have come at a better time. Everywhere in Perma, the question is being asked, what happened before us? Whether a story is mythic or factual, there's always a telling going on that comes from some person's brain or mouth or another otherwise arbitrary facility of the body. So, as I see it, each survival text is a small window into that lost time when, as the children's fable goes, the fixed was unfixed, the shadowy shadowless, and the gentle cruel. What we have in the survivals is a cauldron of words unhooked from lips we can just barely see, bubbling away as we dimly perceive the path it offers into the piney dark world of Imperma. <clears throat> I would like to thank Dere Ma and Platz Fred, our producers from Lunda Uni, whose ingenuity with all things technical along with their youthful endurance, was able to resurrect this special old Permian technology, the listener device. <clears throat> but you can't see me now, can you? I'm waving to them right now. How ridiculous that I forgot. <clears throat> For today's episode, I'd like to introduce a very special guest, Araby Earth. Araby is a member of the Observe crew whose ship discovered the recent ruins on Empty Slaw, where the survivals were found. Though it was a rather accidental discovery, from what I'm told, it's the plain truth that without Araby and her crew, we may have never known the existence of the Resumers. Thank you for coming all the way to Lunda to join us, Araby. Hey, no problem. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Thank you. <laughs> it's an honor to be here, of course. You know... I have such wonderful memories of playing Observes as a child. We'd have just the best time. I always preferred to be the tower site. I'd wear the necessary posy on my wool hat, of course. And my pal back then, Ella, was always the director. My Nana gave us hot water to bring out into the ice for the steam. But I imagine that's a pretty romantic view of things. Uh, yeah. It's, it's not like that now, um... Or it wasn't like that then. I mean, when do you mean? Okay, no. Well, it was never like that. 
Life for the first observies was awful. It was hard. No let up, you know? The way it's been here in Lunda for so long. I don't quite follow. Here you have your things to do. I know all about it. My Anana's second lives here. Sure, she loves it. All the lights, the this and that. Well, observies don't get any of that. I mean, we don't get it. It's like kind of a waste of time or nonsense. But then again, we chose to go out there into the ice. Those ones, they didn't. They had to. Oh, um, yes. Well, I'm aware that not all of Perma enjoys what we have here. I don't mean to suggest anything different. I... No, you don't get it. But I guess they don't tell you when you're little, do they? It would take the fun out of it. Like, I saw some stupid doll all dressed up today. A little brat waved it at her panana. I want to be an observey. You know what the observies are made of? Bandits, witches, lusties, maskers, even killers. That's who the old observies were. Who else was tough enough to go out there? The Lunda oversee were frightened and fat, and there was no way that they'd ever do it. So they sent the ones they would have killed otherwise, the rejects of Perma. Uh, yes, well, um, but practically speaking, the, the, the ships and the sails you use today are much different. Mm -hmm. Much more efficient, yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's all different now. We don't suffer like they did. We're not the throwaways looking for a new home. No, we know that Perma is all we can hope for. But you don't become an observer without some connection to those first ones. It drives you. Where I come from, they say there used to be trees. You know about those? Oh, why, yes. Uh, we have one here in Wanda. You should see it. If you well, have the they said trees were all just one tree. They didn't live and die like we do, just kept on growing and growing all over the place. Observies are like that. I mean, that's what I think anyways. <laughs> I mean, well, one thing we've got going for us that they didn't is monthly permachar and all the free travel we want. So being out there makes it easy to save up. <laughs> yes, well, savings is one thing you won't find in London. The truth is, as an observee, you're surrounded by water day in and day out. Liquid, frozen, floating in the sky. It's a hard life. Sure, the four ices are something to see, but the days when the ice actually did anything, those are long gone. We don't save villages or rescue Perma's future. Our job today is much more boring. We observe the ice and make sure the maps are still accurate. Very little else happens out by the ice these days. We keep the maps, that's all, you know? The old observees would roll over laughing or knock us upside the head if they ever saw us in our uniforms or our slick ships lined up in a row, all ready to take orders from Lunda. They were the true explorers. They figured out the ice, what it was doing. Perma would be nothing without them. It wasn't the Oversea or the Imperma Closure or whatever else they tell us. It was those observies. Yes, it's, it's good to think on these things sometimes. Thank you for reminding us. But I'd like to hear about the day when you came across Empty Slaw. Can you tell uh, us about it? Yeah, of course. It was what we call a bone day. Mm, you probably don't know that term, do you? It's not one they would use here. I can't say I've heard it myself. No. Okay, well, it's old. 
Observies have always used it for awful days. Back then, it meant a day when you lost a crew member. If they could find the body, they harnessed it up onto the mast so that the wind would freeze the skin and flesh. Then they cracked it all off so that just the bones were left. It was a quick way of doing a funeral, since they didn't have the time to build the ice house and sun banner. Nope. They kept every crew member's bones on the ship until it returned to its home port. Then they put it in the pile with the rest. That's the story behind those uh, bone piles in those villages. But it just goes to show you how far from those days we've come. Isn't it awful? Now we use bone day to describe a day when things don't go right. <laughs> Maybe we need to file three reports to oversee and make sure the flags for our sector are still functional. Annoying stuff. Nothing big, you know? Saying it now, it's, it's actually kind of disgraceful. But, well, you know... The day we found empty slaw, that was a bone day. The head observer in Lunda always told us to keep an eye on ice for, that it's the most active ice, though no one had ever seen evidence of that. We make our circuits annually, and every time we come to ice for, it looks just like it did the year before. But we have to check all the usual coordinates just in case. Nobody liked doing it. It was my turn to look over the maps as we went through the sectors. And then it hit me. There was water and islands where there should have been ice. The ice had receded. I couldn't believe it. I started hooting and screaming out, telling the crew, Hoopy, our cook, he brought out some berry ferment, and we all had a glass, and then another. Oh. It was a new world. We kept holding up our maps against the scene, then flipping back and forth between the map and the new landscape ice. You know? Ice. No ice. Ice. No ice. Over and over. We were like some stupid kids on their first sled drive. <laughs> so you are prone to cheeriness. Ha! Well, I did tell you who the first observies were, right? One thing they knew how to do was to turn anything into an excuse to party. It gets pretty damn dreary out there. I don't think I'd like it. I can say that much. So, when did you actually find the island? And what made you go to that one out of all the others? I'm told that hundreds of islands were uncovered when Ice 4 receded. Yeah, it's true. All sorts of islands as far as you could see. Some were tiny, nothing more than the tip of some gigantic rock sticking out of the sea, kind of like a finger, you know? The ice scrapes everything off, so the islands were all empty, stripped down to bare bone. In the interest of providing our listeners some details, I know that the last time Ice 4 receded was reported to be 156 years prior to that mm -hmm. day you were there. Yeah, the old observies mapped out each one and gave them names. Our maps have everything they ever found and named, even what's under ice now. Are the names they chose significant? Oh, of course. Most of the names we knew were after famous observies. Low Bernie, Snowy Kaluni, and so on. Those were mostly the bigger ones. The smallest were just named after their coordinates. Since only observies and the odd bandit really ever traveled through there, the names given to things by the old observies are kind of like a secret code for mappers like me. So when I saw two island names, Tupka and Empty Slaw, I knew there was something going on. It was the pre- uh, uh, Everybody, I'm sorry, but it looks like we need to stop you there. 
They're telling me that our time is up. Oh. Okay. Please, tune in next time when we hear about the secret message Araby discerned in the old observing maps that led her ship to Empty Slaw. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for listening to the Resum Island Survivals. This was episode two of Cycle One Preliminaries. David Walker played Dr. Lois Swell. Abby Glogauer played Araby Earth. It was written and directed by Chris Whitebelt. This is a Chickadee and Crow production. You can learn more about the show at resum.com chickadeeandcrow.com Find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching Resum Island. <laughs>